Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. Nothing but net rolling along with a couple of superstars on what would be considered a championship day. Elizabeth Kitley and Georgia A. Moore, the two superstars from Virginia Tech. You have to be sleeping under a rock to not know who these two are. They have had a fantastic year, winners of 10 in a row. And tonight on the road at Notre Dame, have a chance to clinch the outright ACC regular season championship. Ladies, thanks for being here. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Always. Always. You guys are are great. I have enjoyed my time with you immensely. Uh, I have enjoyed following your success. Uh, You guys got it all in perspective. You just seem to have the right tenor about everything you say and do. Where does that come from, Georgia? Ooh, just being great people. No, I'm kidding. I think, no, I think we're very personable. We are. I think, you know, we we love basketball and obviously we're going to try and excel in that. But at the end of the day, we know how valuable it is to just be great people. And I think that also is bred throughout the program. And I think it definitely shows in everything we do. At least we try. I don't know if we're always great people, but we try to be. Well, I think you've been pretty good. I mean, I don't see either one of you talking any trash. Kitley, I know you get a lot of trash talk to you. You seem to manage it pretty well. Yeah, I've definitely had a few experiences there, but... Honestly, I don't mind it. I think it's kind of funny. So I let it happen. Feels a file. Yeah. I think I've seen you smile a little bit more when people talk trash to you this year than in years past. I think it used to maybe ruffle you a little bit, but it doesn't seem to bother you this year. Why? Oh, it definitely doesn't. I don't know. I think my confidence is just a lot higher this year. So I don't know. Things like that aren't going to take me out of my game. Um, I'm also just having fun this year playing like a lot more than I have in the past. Um, it's always been fun, but this year's just been a little different uh so that's probably a part of it yeah yeah um uh, i heard jay billis saying that he hosted your dad ralph on his recruiting visit at duke and i was wondering why i'd never heard that before i'd never heard jay say that before uh i've ha- i got a chance to know your mom and dad and uh they are both what i would categorize as very supportive perfect parents in the stands they don't say anything negative they don't get upset uh with the officiating physically or verbally and they seem to manage all the attention that you get so well and some of the attention you get is is not easy right there's a lot of double teams playing in a crowd but I also seen your mom and dad both shed a tear over how proud they are of you um talk about your relationship with them a little bit and and what that's meant to you this year because I know your mom is you know like all parents when they're getting towards the end of their career I can see in her um some incredible elation, but also some incredible sadness that it's going to be over soon, like in a month. I know, I know. I can't believe it, but they've been critical in all of my success here. Their support has been unwavering for the last, well, my entire life, I guess, really. Um, But the way that they've turned into Hokies is insane. Like they're the biggest supporters of not only me, but of Georgia, of Kayla, of everyone on the team. They just want everyone to do so well. Um, and, and they're just, they're just good people. Uh, my dad's kind of funny. Cause when you watch him in the stands, it kind of looks like he's like, I don't know, he's so serious, but it's just cause he's so invested, so locked in, so nervous. Like I swear he thinks he's playing a game sometimes he's going to kill me for saying this, but he honest to God won't eat 
lunch before a game because he couldn't eat that close to a game when he was playing. So he acts like that's what he has to do when I'm playing. Um, but that, they're just so invested, like, in every single way. Um, and, and they just care about me a lot. So, you know, when it's over, I know that they're going to adopt the same attitude with whatever I'm doing next. I would definitely say that your parents are like the perfect parents in the stands because I do look at them quite a bit during games just to see a reaction, um, just to see if there is one. And there usually isn't. Your mom cheers, your dad does nothing. But he did show up in a boot this year. I think he's been working on his post moves. <laughs> <laughs> he just got at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. you're going to break a lot of ankles, Georgia. You're going to put a lot of people in a boot. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to go what, about your, what about your family, Georgia? They're coming over from Australia um, to watch you. I know they've been traveling around a little bit and uh, they're getting ready for March Madness. Um, what does it mean for you to have your family around? Yeah, I love it. Obviously, it's not you know easy for them to come over um, every so often. Like financially, it's so expensive to like fly to the States and all of that. But I'm so glad that they got to do it. And they saw my senior night, which was great. Um, what a perfect senior night to have and for them to see really. And now, you know, they drove to Notre Dame. I'm really surprised that they did because it's the opposite side of the road and it's miles, not kilometers. So they made it. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, I'm so happy that they're here and they can see all of this. And, you know, not only that, but, you know, Liz and Kayla have meant so much to me in these past four years. So I'm, get, I'm glad that they get to see them, you know, go out with a bang as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this is what I thought was going to be breakfast with you guys, because I've already shared one meal with you. You were kind enough. And I want it to be known that Georgia paid for lunch. Kitley didn't even reach for her wallet. And I uh, thought that I was going to have to pick up the tab, but I didn't know if it was legal or not. So Georgia bought us lunch. So I thought I was going to have breakfast with you guys. And what I was going to have is some flakes. When you guys see this, what immediately comes to your mind? You got it. That's all you. No, you got it. That's your bestie. Go ahead. Um. Suddenly, I think that we need to get a cereal. What could we get? <laughs> what kind? What would be your cereal box? She's her cereal is crunch time. What's what's your cereal going to be called? Like a. You know how Reese's Puff has the peanut butter and the chocolate, and they just blend I'm together. <laughs> I like it. Well, I know you got a sweet tooth, Georgia. Uh, I've seen all the sweets in your closet, your your uh, kitchen closet. What are those Tam Tam things? What was that thing you gave me? Tim Tams, yeah. Those were pretty good. You know, when I see you at the ACC tournament, I usually pass out Girl Scout cookies. But you know, I I think I'm going to be looking for some Tim Tams. You you know, you can take care of the announcers. We do take some bribes over there. Oh yeah, no, for real. I'll I'll bring some. Slide you some. You just slide me Just keep telling me to shoot till my arm falls off and we'll have a great relationship. You keep shooting till your arm falls off and I'll keep saying it. Yep. Uh only the other thing you get too from me, George, is the three W's of a good point guard. You know what those are? Who? What and when? Who, when, and where, right? <laughs> you know everything about Elizabeth's game. Nobody yep. knows her game better than you, except for her. And you know how to get her the ball, when she needs it, where she wants it, right? It's Why is that? Where does that come from? People are going to think it's chemistry, but I think it's a lot of film watching and a lot of conversation you guys have. We work out all the time. Like over the summer, like, yeah, we would go for like an hour or two, but like even during the season, like 10 minutes here or there, we're always just like talking to each other. And it's gotten to the point to now where like I, I don't have any 
you know embarrassment like if I do give her a bad pass like I'll be like that was seriously my fault like I actually genuinely want to know like what's going to put her in the best position because I feel so bad when she's on that block and she gets quadruple teamed and beat up like anything I can do to let her make her life the tiniest bit easier like I'm gonna do it like we need her to win like we're not just gonna sit here and ignore our six five all American in the block just because we don't want to pass the ball like that's stupid like every possession we need to get her a touch um and that's just critical to our success I thought she was six six hey look I'm five nine <laughs> no you're definitely not five nine and you're not you can't swap your inches like that right Kitley aren't you six six no it's okay everyone makes me not everyone is six six. No one that is six six can do what Kitley can do. I mean, there is nobody has all the other six 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 seven players can't do it. Uh, either they don't work on it. There are a lot of six seven players that I call rim runners, lob catchers, put back, drop off players. Put back, yeah, drop it off, run the rim, and a lob. Not everyone has the footwork, right? That's what's so impressive and what's so different. Um, Elizabeth, I know you spent countless hours on it, countless hours every day. Uh, and Kenny loves to work you out with your footwork and stuff in the gym. How much fun has it been over your time at Virginia Tech to, to watch from where you were a freshman year to where you are now in all the attention and accolades and all the very deserving awards that you've received? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I think I need to, before my time here expires, I need to go back and watch a game from freshman year. So I haven't done that in so long and I, I I can't even imagine what I looked like or how I played. Like we talk about it now, but I think it would be shocking to see. Um, but I, I'm just so grateful for Coach Brooks and what he did with with my game and me as a person. He just completely changed every aspect of it, basically. Um, but that's what's you know allowed me to have the the success and the the team success that we've had. Um, it just wouldn't have been possible without his vision and his investment and his player development. Um, and that's just really special about Virginia Tech. I just don't think that would have happened anywhere else. That's what I admire about you guys. And I think Caitlin Clark has the same quality. I think Juju Watkins has it as well is, you know, every time a mic is put in front of your face, you talk team, coaching staff, and the growth of the game. I think those are all important parts of being ambassadors for the game, right? And you guys, we know how much you love it. We can see the pure joy that you play with. I want to ask you, Georgia, about, Three sold out crowds, game day being in town. You guys have won 10 in a row. What's it been like to watch, you know, a few fans trickle in the door to all of a sudden, you know, it is loud and it's tough and Castle has always been a hard place to play. Uh, and what the crowd has meant to you, the fans have meant to you guys. Yeah, it's unbelievable because we reflected on it a few weeks ago and we said even last year we were handing out like donuts and pizzas and t-shirts to get people to just try and come to our games. And we would like not sell out, but we would have big crowds against, you know, the NC States, the Louisville's, the Notre Dame's were like when we like could have a crack at them, like we weren't expected to win, but people wanted to see us upset them. Well, now it's like completely flipped. Like we're, we're selling out games and they're like, we play no offense. Boston college is a great team, but their record was not great. We still sold that game out. Mm -hmm. And I think a massive thing about it as well is like, yeah, we had game day come to our senior night, but the game was already sold out. So it wasn't like these people like, oh, ESPN is going to be here. Like, let me get a quick cameo on camera. Like, no, like these people were already going to be here. They were going to be loud. And so I think that just speaks volumes to how much support we've gained over the past, I would even say just like simply year. Mm -hmm. Like it hasn't even been like 
few years it's been like very very recent but I'm super proud to be a part of it and I think the biggest takeaway from my college career is you know yes wins and losses or whatever but like building that type of women's basketball culture in Blacksburg has just been phenomenal. So I know you guys are two uh, really good academic students, so you're really smart. So I'm going to share this with you because I think you're going to get this. You're talking about papering the house by passing out shirts and donuts and giving free tickets and just trying to get people to experience the product, right? Just come in and see how we play, how much fun it is, like how good we are, right? We can we can really play. I am previous during my early stages of my broadcasting career, I was the director of marketing at two major institutions, Kentucky and Ohio State. So I have worked with two incredible brands, Kentucky football and, or excuse me, Kentucky basketball, Ohio State football, two really strong collegiate marketing brands, right? And back then, as the director of marketing, trying to promote the game and sell the game, I knew and started to learn quickly that if the product wasn't any good, you could run a good promotion and you could you know, charge zero or you could have a two for one or you could set up one game to be a, a really incredible marketing experience for the players, uh, but you couldn't sustain it if the product wasn't any good. You guys have had sustainable success that has been building. And it's hard now because, you know, you're you're in the thrust of it right now and, and you're having such success. But, you know, for you, Elizabeth, when you look back to your freshman year, why you came to Virginia Tech, what Kenny sold you on, you were talking about his vision. And then to see where you are right now, do you can you possibly like take a breath and just kind of like go, wow, look, look what we've been able to. I mean, come on, we've got kids on cereal boxes. And and the other thing is, uh, you know, Juju is the big spread and SI. I mean. We don't, this is all incredible, right? And you're right in the middle of it. You're a part of this whole boom in our game, ratings and attendance. You know, like, can you can you kind of take a breath and get it? Yeah, I think, you know, it's maybe a little bit harder when we're in the moment right now, but I think in, you know, five, 10 years when I'm looking back um, and I see that my career was able to coincide with this massive increase in the popularity of women's basketball, um, I'm gonna be so grateful I already feel so lucky to be playing at this time. Um, you know, when we have so many opportunities, we have so much attention on us, but all of that is such a blessing. Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way. If anything, I just hope it continues to increase over the next few years. Um, we felt we felt it in Blacksburg, like Georgia said, over the last year. Um, I think, you know, when we used to get a big crowd, it would be like a super special occasion. Like we would have to soak it all in and uh, try to remember that those couple nights, but now it's it's become the norm. Um, and that's just really cool for our sport. It's really cool for our communities. It's really cool for our young girls in those communities. Um, and you know, when we stay when we stay after games and sign autographs for for an hour, an hour and a half, um, we're just pleading for those people to keep giving us a chance, keep coming back, keep investing in women's basketball. Um, and they've continued to do that all this year. So hopefully, you know, even though I'm not I'm not there next year, the legacy will keep keep going on. The popularity will continue to increase. Okay, so this is how I know I'm in good shape and I'm not going to keep you too long because I don't want to ruin this trust that Kenny and I have that he would allow you to do this on game day. And I don't want to be a distraction in any way, but this is just speaks to the maturity of your focus and both of your ability to stay in the moment. So right now, while we're semi having our second meal together, I'm going to think that Kitley, you owe me breakfast sometime and, you, and Georgia, she'll pick it up the tab next time. 
Um, uh, let's talk about Notre Dame for a second. Like, we're going to put this podcast out before you play Notre Dame. So, uh, you know, what are a couple of things that you're thinking about in this game when you know in the back of your mind that you can outright clinch the ACC regular season? I mean, Notre Dame's always been like a historically great team, and they are great. You can't talk about Notre Dame without talking about Tadago. She's incredible. Like, as a freshman, producing what she's producing and doing, and you want to talk about the growth of the game, she's doing just that. And she's a baby. Can you imagine her growth in the next couple of years? It's going to be incredible. So, I mean, obviously, we also haven't had the best record against Notre Dame. I think I saw a stat that maybe it was, what, one and four or something? Won one game, and that was literally five years ago. I wasn't even playing. I was gray shirting on the bench. But great team, great coach. Like, you can't not speak highly of them. Right. What about you, Elizabeth? I mean, so, you, so you're saying you've had one win against them in your career. George is saying she's not beaten them at all. That, that is, that's really interesting drama leading into the game, right? I know. It seems like there's a lot of potential storylines to fill up. Um, but, you know, obviously there's a lot at stake tonight, but it's also just an opportunity for us to get a good win uh, against a very good team. Um, and it, it'll be exciting knowing that, you know, she's never won. Uh, it's been a hot minute. Well, I don't even remember. I don't know if mine counts. I was basically 12. She was wearing an <laughs> undershirt, knee pads, and a mouth guard. This is not Phyllis Kitley we know today. It actually wasn't me. Was and ankle braces. Let's relax. <laughs> she was all gear, no game. Okay, so that's the other thing. Like, you're, you're just taking me right. Rib pads, elbow pads, knee pads, thigh pads, butt pad. I'm surprised she's not in bubble wrap. Yeah, maybe I need to bring that back. Just for tonight. No. Well, game. once Notre Dame sees this, they're probably going to really uh, up their game plan, I'm sure. And, and, I mean, not like we don't all know what part of the game plan is going against Virginia Tech. Okay, so game day. I know I've been re- interrupted your routine, and I want to keep you any longer, but I do want to tell you guys how proud I am, and I can't wait to see you at the ACC tournament. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh... I'll expect some Tim Tams or Tam Tims or uh, some tea. I'll have some tea with those and uh, Kitley will buy us breakfast. Yep, I got you. That That sounds great. All right, we'll do it. Anything parting shot, last thing for the good of the cause. I hope you both shoot till your arm falls off. (laughs) Thank you very much. We appreciate it. You're the best. You all. You guys are awesome. Thank you. And uh, you're still my second favorite, Kitley, just so you know. Good. We're good then. Good luck tonight. Have fun. That's Elizabeth Kitley and Georgia Amor on Nothing But Net. Couple of Hokies going for a title tonight in the ACC.